0: Here's your host, educator, relationship coach and lawyer, Crystal Eram. I am so excited for today's episode and before I get into that, I want to start by sharing that I have some spots available for one-on-one coaching. After you listen to the episode, you're going to just want to grab one of those spots, I know, but I did want to make sure that you knew. So the way that you can potentially work with me one-on-one is by filling out an application. I only work with a small number of people at a time. It's a really high-level way to serve Women who are committed to calling in love. So if you are ready to massively up-level your love life, if you're ready for just a transformation to really call in your person and create that beautiful relationship, then go ahead and apply to work with me one-on-one. I will be sure to link it in the show notes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. I have a great episode for you today. I got such a good question in my private Facebook group. The Facebook group is called Magnetizing Love. If you're not in it, then you need to join. You need to get in this group. It's so, so good. And I love connecting with the women there. And for this episode, I got the topic because a woman in the group posted this question. And I started responding to her right in the group And, you know, as I was having the conversation with her, I was like, this is such a good topic. I know that other women are wondering about the same thing. I'm going to do an episode on this. So here we are. So I will just go ahead and start by reading you the question. So this lovely, lovely woman, she says, what do you do when two remarkable men start pursuing you at the exact same time? I have deep, sincere feelings for both and it's early enough that I don't necessarily need to tell them that I'm seeing someone else. But I feel so conflicted. I don't want to hurt anyone and I don't know what's the right thing to do. I feel like if I cut one out and then the other one doesn't work, I'll have lost out on the other one. But then it also makes me feel terrible to feel like I'm playing them by not telling them. Pretty soon I feel like I have to decide between the two or something, and that just makes me sad. They're both really precious for different reasons. One is definitely pursuing me harder than the other, but I've known the other much longer as friends and have had feelings for him for much longer. He's just more timid and slow-moving, and I haven't had the chance to affirm him in his interest in me. Love this question. Love this question. So, so good. So, there's a couple of points that I want to make about this, because, you know, basically she's just saying two men like me, what do I do? I feel like I am lying or I'm playing them by seeing both of them. So the first thing I have to say is you're not. You are dating. This is exactly what one does when they are dating. I know I've brought this up before, but it's worth repeating again. I got this from Allison Armstrong. She is one of my Idols feels aggressive, but I mean, not inaccurate. (laughs) And she says this thing that I just think is so on the nose. She says that one of the biggest problems between men and women, one of the ways that we're least aligned is that men date and women don't date. Men go on dates. They meet one woman, they're interested in her, they go out with her. If they meet another one that they're interested in, they go out with her and they're dating. And that's exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Women don't do that women start relationships as soon as we connect with someone we feel like we're in a relationship with them it Creates a lot of expectation. We think we're in a relationship now So you owe me a phone call to tell me that you don't want to go out again You owe me this you are doing something wrong if you're seeing other people You know, obviously some of this isn't on a conscious level where we're aware that that's what's going on But it is often there so I love this point, and I think this is such a vivid example of that. When you are at the point when you're just dating, you're just dating. Of course you do not need to tell them that you're seeing other people because you're just dating. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Until you reach the point that you are in a committed relationship with someone. And when I say committed relationship, I mean You have had the talk, the state of the relationship address. You both know where you stand. So you have to let go of this idea that when you are dating people, you owe them loyalty immediately. This is a big mistake that a lot of women make in dating. And it can really, it can slow you down and it can really throw you off kilter. You know, a lot of times women will think, you know, they'll feel a sense of loyalty to someone that they're really just dating, that they don't have any loyalty to. And then they feel hurt if they find out that he's dating multiple people, but he's not doing anything wrong. At the beginning of the relationship, when you are just starting to get to know each other, all you are doing is dating until you have that conversation that says we are moving towards a committed relationship. We're trying to see if we might be good long term partners. We are not dating other people until you have that talk in those vivid terms where it's like, you are my boyfriend, you are my girlfriend. We are in a relationship now. Until you have that conversation, you can date people, date all the people, date all the men, have fun. Now, I've said this before, and it was very interesting because people didn't hear what I said. They heard what they wanted to hear. What they heard was I was saying sleep with all the men and then I got a lot of pushback that was saying oh if you sleep with all the people then like this will happen and I would never want to date someone who'd been sleeping around without getting into a deep conversation about when you can and cannot be sleeping with people and when it's appropriate or not because you know frankly I think everyone needs to do what's best for them but that is not what I'm advising I am not saying sleep with all the men I am making a very clear distinction here Dating does not have to include sex. It absolutely can if that's what feels aligned for you. But that is not what I'm saying. I'm not saying sleep with everyone. You know, in my personal opinion, I would advise women not to sleep with someone when they're just dating. I would say wait until you are in a committed relationship, whatever that may be for you, whether that's your boyfriend, whether that's a partner you're moving in with, whether it's someone you're engaged to, whether it's someone you are married to, whatever it is for you. I would definitely say wait until you are in that committed relationship for this exact reason, which is not about being slutty or anything like that. It's about being able to have the clarity so you can decide, is this someone that I really wanna be with? What happens when we sleep with someone is that our hormones go a little bit more haywire than they already are. It makes it much harder to think clearly and to be very discerning about the man that we're with. So someone who was sort of, Okay, you're going to feel bonded to after you sleep with him. And he may go from being okay, maybe not a great match to you, to being so dreamy and you feeling like, oh, this is it. He has to be the one. And it's not real. It's just because of sort of the mindset that you're in after you've slept with him. So you got to make your own decision about that. But I am not saying when I say date all the men, to sleep with all the men. I am saying, be discerning about who you sleep with do it when it feels aligned and right for you whenever that may be but if you are looking for a serious committed relationship it would serve you well to hold off so that you can have clarity but i digress before you have that conversation you are a free agent you can happily and easily and freely and without guilt date multiple people until you have that conversation. You are not lying. You are not playing someone until you are in a committed relationship. By the same token, yes, if you are dating multiple people and someone asks you early on, are you dating other people? And you say no, but you are, then you're lying. Like lying doesn't, the definition doesn't really change. Like, you know, if you're lying, you know, if you're being honest, be honest But it is also worth noting that at certain stages of a relationship, you can have boundaries. There's certain information that may not be revealed early on. You know, to me, if someone is asking on a first date or a second date or a third date, like, are you dating anyone else? And it's premature. It's not at that point where you're going to be having that talk about whether you're going to be moving forward with a committed relationship. To me, that's kind of a red flag. And it doesn't have to be a red flag that's so strong where you say this relationship is over, but it is something sort of worth noting. To me, that shows a little bit of possessiveness, a little bit of a maybe insecurity or jealousy or controllingness on the part of the other person. And so it's just worth being aware of that. And also in that case, if you sort of intuitively get a feeling that, you know, this conversation is premature, we're not there yet to have that conversation, You can, of course, create a boundary for yourself. You know, you can say, that's not something I feel comfortable discussing at this point. Because really, until he is saying to you, I want that commitment with you, and so I don't want you to see anyone else because I'm not going to date anyone else because I want you to be my girlfriend because I want to see if we can move towards a committed relationship. Well, if he's not saying all that, then what is he saying? Is he just, like, why is he asking? What is the purpose of the question? So there are my thoughts on that. Another point that I want to make about this is, so in the question that was originally asked, the woman who was asking it, there were two men that she was dating and she really liked both of them. And so she was sort of like looking at the pros and cons of either of them um, and trying to see like, how how do I navigate this? You get to navigate it in the way that feels right for you. If you like one of them more, then you can decide to spend time With him more. Sometimes, you know, don't look at it as if it's like, okay, well, I'm dating both of them, so it's not time for me to commit to one. So I'm going to keep dating both of them, even though one of them I don't really like anymore. When you're dating, if you decide you're no longer interested in being with someone, if you can sort of say clearly, I do not see a future with this person, this person doesn't feel aligned with me then you can cut the relationship off there. There's no point that you have to reach before you end it. And also, you don't want to start looking at it like, oh, I've met these two men, so one of them must be my person. Maybe, but maybe not. You know, there could be another two guys that you're going to meet next month that could actually be much better suited for you. So, you know, I think what happens is that sometimes when people aren't used to dating multiple people or if you've gone through like a long dry spell where you haven't met anyone interesting and then you meet two guys who are interesting, it sort of feels like one of them's got to be it, right? Because I never meet guys. Maybe, maybe not. I would not put all the pressure where it's like just because you're seeing two guys, one of them must be it. One of them must be your person. It's not the case. Possible, but not the case. And I wouldn't make that like a a focus where it feels sort of like, well, it's got to be one of them. It might not be either of them. It could be someone totally different. So the other question that was asked, so, you know, I had this question posed. I gave my answer, which is that you don't have to decide. Keep dating both of them until you gather enough information to determine if one of them might be a really good fit for you long term. And so then the question that was sort of a follow-up to that was, So do I just need to keep the conversations light and not too serious? I thought that was a really, really good follow-up question. And I understand why she's asking that because it does feel a little bit confusing. But my answer to that is no. Of course you don't need to keep the conversations light and not serious. Yes, on a first date, you're not going to just like go straight into, you know, the heaviest things. And same thing on the second date. You want to sort of balance it out. You're having fun. You're getting to know someone. But it's not about saying like, oh, I'm not gonna go deep with someone until we're in a relationship. Dating, that period where you are spending time with someone in a social setting and getting to know them so you can determine if you want to be in a relationship with them is such a valuable time. This is the time when you get to know them. It's not the only time. Obviously, when someone's your boyfriend and your fiance and your husband, you'll continue getting to know him. But this is the time where you're getting to know enough about him that you can decide, does it make sense for us to continue down that path? Is that the direction that we're going? So of course, you're going to have to have some serious conversations come up. What you're trying to do is gather information. So it's like if your goal is to meet someone that you could marry, then at each stage of dating, you want to gather more information about him. So when you're first dating, you have to gather enough information to decide, is this someone that I could be in a committed relationship with? Would it be a good use of my time, of my energy, of my love to be devoted to just getting to know this one person? So I can't tell you what you need to know. You have to know for yourself, what are the things that are really important to me? What kind of information do I need to gather so that I could say, yes, this is someone that I want to be my boyfriend. Another mistake that women make is that they commit too early and too quickly without vetting the other person enough. This period of dating is so powerful for women. It's so, I mean, it's powerful for men as well, but I'm speaking mostly to women. It's very powerful for you because this is your opportunity to vet someone. You've got to use this time well. Of course, have fun. Of course, have fun. Have a great time, but also use this time to really get to know this person. What are his values? What are his goals? In what ways are you aligned? Do you want the same things out of life? Do you have the same views on life? Do you have similar belief systems? You're vetting him. That's what this time is really for. So of course you cannot keep the conversations always light. You're going to have to ask some of those harder hitting questions. You've got to dig a little bit deeper. So that's what this period is really about. And so that's really how I would approach it. Keep gathering information. It's like you're on a sort of fact-finding mission in a way. Like you're you're gathering whatever information you need to say, like, this is someone that I could really be with. So that's what you're really looking for. And that's how long you continue the dating relationship. You know, you date someone until you have that information where you can say, yes, I can see myself being in a committed relationship with you and I'd like to explore that or no. No. I do not see myself being in a committed relationship with you, so we end it. And it may be that, you know, after dating these two men, you feel like both of them, neither of them is is the right fit for that. And that's totally okay. You'll meet more men. You'll meet more men that are more aligned. But that brings me to sort of my final point about this, which is that this is another good example of the importance of having clarity for yourself. So... Having that clarity of what am I really looking for? You know, what qualities do I want this person to have? What qualities do I want this person to bring out of me? What do I want it to feel like when we're together? What kind of things do we enjoy doing together? When you have clarity on all of that before you start getting into these serious relationships with people, everything else gets to be easier because you already sort of know. If you're dating two people and you have this clarity It's going to be so much easier for you to see which one of these people is fully aligned, which one of these people is closer to, you know, all of the things that I really said that I wanted. And it's not about having any sort of external or objective qualities. You know, if you really do clarity in the way that I talk about doing clarity, which is not so much about like the externals, it's really about the qualities of the other person and the quality of the relationship and the attention and energy and time he's interested in investing in you and in the relationship. So when you can have clarity on all of that, it can be really helpful when you're in a situation that you're actually already dating someone. Sometimes women get into these situations and they don't have clarity. And then they get fully swept away by their hormones and their emotions. And they're just like, oh, it just feels so amazing. I feel so good when I'm with him. He's so funny. He's so charming. He's so sexy and like all of these things. And then they want to be committed to him because they feel so good in the moment, but they're not vetting him at all. And they don't have clarity on what they actually want. And so you know, they find themselves in this relationship that's really unsatisfying, really unfulfilling because that fun and that sexiness and that charm weren't the qualities that were actually the most important. You know, she was really looking for a, a partner, someone who really wanted to grow with her, someone who wanted to have a life with her. And this charming, fun, sexy guy wanted to just be charming and fun and sexy all over town and was not interested in really being committed to one person. So obviously that's a little bit of a basic example but you get what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying when when you get caught up just in your emotions and just in your hormones it can be very easy to overlook things. When you already have that clarity, you sort of have a way of holding yourself accountable. And that's what it's about, it's not getting swept away by the moment. And yeah, holding yourself accountable. Is this person really what I want? And that's why we have to go deeper beyond the surface because sometimes we can meet people who are so perfect on paper, right? But then the quality of them isn't right. There's a misalignment somewhere. So it's really about going deeper than those external qualities. So there are my thoughts on that. Ah, so one other part that came up, one other question from the original post was, about the speed at which the two men were moving one was moving really quickly one was moving much more slowly so here's the thing with that you get to decide who you actually care more for if someone is moving really fast and he really really likes you but you don't like him as much then when it's time to have that conversation about being in a committed relationship you can just say that you're not there yet but that's not something you want to do You never have to move into a committed relationship with someone just because they're there and just because they like you. I mean, you should only do it if they're there and if they like you, but that can't be the sole reason. So don't be pressured in to a relationship with someone just because he's moving more quickly than the other person that you're interested in. You know, that's coming from a place of, That's coming from a place of scarcity where it's like, well, he's here right now so I need to make this work. Don't do that. You're selling yourself short and it's not fair to the other person either. However, if you feel very aligned with one person and you like another person and he's moving much more slowly, then it might be a little bit different. You know, it could be sort of a positive on the side of the guy who is moving a little bit faster. So... Yeah, I'll share something sort of personal here. When I met Colby, my husband, I was dating multiple guys. And I didn't stop dating multiple guys until he said to me, You know, I really see this being something. I would like to just date you and really sort of explore this. And so we had that State of the Union address. And there was another, there were a couple of guys that I was dating, but there was one who I had gone out with a handful of times. And he was a really great guy and I actually really liked him, but he was very slow moving and he was not making it clear how he felt about me. And I got really close with Kobe. And so when I went to break it off with this other guy, he was really upset. And, you know, I think he did maybe feel like he didn't have a fair shot or that someone else had maybe stolen me away from him. And I did feel bad about it, but it was also like I knew what I wanted. And so when I was aligned with Kobe, who also really knew what he wanted and, you know, was making it quite clear that that was me, I made a choice. And, you know, this other guy was a great guy in so many ways. And I did like him, but, you know, his slow moving just made it so that I was able to form a much deeper, stronger connection with someone else. And, you know, I share this because, you know, women can often get very concerned and sometimes preoccupied with other people's feelings and sort of wanting to take care of others' feelings and manage others' feelings. And it can be to our detriment. And so, you know, of course, I didn't want to hurt this other guy's feelings. But I was also, I never lied to him. I was very honest with him. It's not like he was my boyfriend We had never had that conversation. And then when Kobe said to me, I really want to be with you and I really want to explore this, and I felt the same way, that was the time that I ended the relationships with the other guys. And so, you know, that included this one. And so it's like, of course, I felt bad about it because I don't ever want to hurt anyone. But also, I couldn't let that stop me from what I most desired. You know, sometimes women will get in a situation like that and they'll feel so guilty and so they'll just end it with both guys. But it's like in my situation, that would have meant I would have been breaking up with my husband, the man who was going to become my husband, over guilt. And so I just want to mention that because I think that, you know, we put too much weight on this, too much feelings of guilt or like we owe people something or expectations. Always be kind, of course. But you do not have to be responsible for everyone else's feelings or everyone else's actions. It was not my job in that situation to tell the other guy, you know, you need to work harder for me because someone else is really, you know, making a lot of effort and I'm getting really close with him. That wasn't my job. That wasn't the pace that he moved. And unfortunately, in that situation, you know, he lost out. Now, I don't believe that he was my person, so I don't believe that I was his person. So, you know, I trust that he has found someone else who's wonderful for him, and hopefully he is very, very happy at this point. But yeah, it was a little bit of a complicated situation, but I could not take responsibility for him or his feelings or his actions. I just had to do what was most aligned for me. So, you know, that was just one other point that I wanted to make. So, yeah, there are my thoughts on that. It's not the most simple situation to navigate. And, you know, I I do think it can get very challenging if there's many men. You know, if you're dating four or five men, sometimes it can just be harder to get to know someone, harder to get close to someone. But I think that it's a bigger mistake to commit to someone too soon, to commit to someone without having that conversation, to feel like you owe someone something after a date or two, because it's just not the case. Of course, be honest. Of course, act with integrity. But also recognize when you're dating, you're just dating. It's about having social interactions, having fun with the person, getting to know them, vetting them. It's a very different thing than once you've decided to make a commitment to someone. So there are my thoughts on that. I hope that this was really helpful for you. That's all I have for today, and I will talk to you again soon. I am so grateful for all of my listeners. I love creating this content. I love this podcast. And there's nothing I want more than for more women to have happy, healthy, loving relationships with the man of their dreams. Now, I have a small favor to ask. If you have been listening and enjoying the podcast, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps so much. It is the only way that we are going to get this content into the hands and ears of the women that really want it and need it. So if you have been listening for a while and you're absolutely loving the podcast, leave us a rating and review. It means absolutely everything to us. Thanks so much and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast.